Hello everyone, Pastor Philip Beatty here again today with the Hartford City Church Daily Devotional Podcast for the Daniel Fast 2018. Today we're gonna we are going to continue reading in 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 12. John throughout this book is repeating and reinforcing these themes that God is light and God is love. In fact, so much of the book is about love that you feel like he is saying some of the same things over and over again. But when someone does that, it means they're emphasizing the importance and the preeminence of the ideas that they are talking about. A couple of times, John mentions that Jesus Christ is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. He says in the first part of chapter 2 that Jesus Christ is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, not only for our sins, but also the sins of the whole world. And then again, in this section that we're going to read today, he talks about... Christ being an atoning sacrifice for our sins. So I want to look at that in the context of what he is saying about love today and look at some of the views of what Jesus Christ did on the cross and how we understand them. Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, dying on the cross for our sins, is what is called the atonement, that he atoned for our sins. And there's been a few different ways of looking at that atonement throughout the history of the church and Christianity. And each of those ways is a lens through which to see and understand what Jesus exactly did on the cross. Uh, There's been many good material written about it. One of the best that I've read in the recent years is called The Day of the Revolution Began by the author N.T. Wright. And I commend that to you for your reading and further study. Hartford City Church, we also did a class on Wednesday nights about the atonement that our friend Ian McDonald taught for us. And if you'd like to listen to any of those classes, you can find them on our Facebook page, Uh, You'll have to go to Hartford City Church on the Facebook, and then you can leave us a message and ask to be a part of the group where you can access those videos if you are so interested. So I just want to give a brief overview. Obviously, not a whole class today, not a whole seminar or dissertation on the atonement, but I'm hoping to explain some of the basics in simple terms that we can all understand But again, I do encourage you to take this study further because it is such a monumental and important theological belief for the church. Jesus dying on the cross and, of course, rising from the dead are just the most important events that we have in our faith. And, of course, we believe the most important events that have ever happened in human history. So let's take a look at 1 John chapter 4, beginning in verse 7 where Pastor John the Apostle is talking to his congregation, whom he calls friends and children, once more about how important love is and about the love that God has for us. 1 John chapter 4, beginning in verse 7. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, We also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. 
in this short selection of verses, you can see how completely sweeping and comprehensive is the Apostle Pastor John's view of love in the Christian life and in our life just as people who have been created by God. What a bold statement to say that God is love. Not just that God loves or shows us the best way to love, which he also says, but that God himself, his very essence, is love. And so when God lives in us, it is love that is the very essence of God's presence in us. And so we know that we belong to God and are true Christians, true believers, true followers of Jesus Christ when we love. And when we don't love, we are walking in darkness. And the longer we live in hatred or in apathy or in any way that is not love, we must begin to question whether we really belong to God and have faith in Jesus Christ or not. I only say this because I look around the world today and I see so much hatred and so much anger and, and so many things that are driving the negative narrative and dialogue in our country. And we are also seeing, God have mercy on us, such unprecedented acts of violence and killings and communities that are being oppressed and hurt And we should be mourning over this fact that there is so much hatred in the world. It's as the Black Eyed Peas sang so many years ago, it's got me wondering, where is the love? Where is the love in our world today? Well, it should come from Christians. And it's because Jesus Christ gave us the ultimate display of God's love when he died on the cross for our sins. And that is what I believe is the best view of the atonement what it means that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. That Jesus died on the cross for our sins has been looked at and interpreted in a number of different ways. Through one lens, we see that sin requires payment. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. And so a payment had to be made to atone for our sins. That we were, as it were, slaves to sin. And God needed to pay the price for our redemption, to pay the price for our freedom, to pay the penalty and the punishment for our sins. And so when Jesus died on the cross, because the wages of sin is death, he paid that price for our sins. And of course, we look at it through that lens and we see that there is, there is truth in that. It helps us to understand a little bit of what Christ is doing. But there's so much more than that as well. Some people understand the atonement to mean that God was angry with us because of our sin and Jesus was appeasing God's wrath or anger. Now we need to understand that while the Bible does talk about God's wrath, we must also set that in the context of these verses that tell us that God is love. So my major issue with that view of the atonement is that God is an angry God. And if God is an angry God, then we need to have a different definition and understanding of wrath and anger because it cannot be the same as our definition of wrath and anger and still be a God of love. Uh, So there are many different ways to look at that, but at the very least, we need to define that from a divine perspective, uh, which can be difficult to do. And or we need to understand that God is not angry with us as we understand anger, but that he loves us and that he always has loved us 
and that rather than punish us, he wants to either set us free, as in the view that I mentioned earlier, or he wants to heal us. There is something in us that is causing us to die. It's like a sickness or a disease. And Jesus comes to heal that, to take that sin away. So that is another view of the atonement, that atoning means that Jesus came as the great physician to heal us of that sickness that leads to death, which is called sin. There's another way of looking at Jesus' death on the cross as being a victory over Satan and the evil forces in the world. And certainly we see in the gospel narratives that Jesus is intentionally referencing Satan's defeat, and not only his defeat, but the defeat of sin and death, the tools of Satan, and that Christ, by dying on the cross and rising from the dead, shows forth his victory, that he is the King of kings and Lord of lords, and he is victorious over all evil forces. He has rendered sin powerless in our lives, if we choose to receive that power, and he has also conquered death, meaning that when we die, we can go to be with him. Our spirit can live with him forever. And in fact, we will have new resurrected bodies as well because Jesus has conquered death. So death then is something that we still must all experience. It's a pathway or a door that we must all go through, but Jesus has gained the victory over it. Finally, in our own denomination, the Evangelical Covenant Church, we study a theologian named P.P. Waldenstrom that said that the main thing the atonement does is show us how great the love of God is for us. And in this view, which lines up so well with the passage that we just read, which lines up very well with the entire epistles that John wrote to his congregation, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, and the gospel that John wrote, is that God is showing forth his love in the most powerful way as he dies on the cross for our sins. And of course, as we discussed earlier, sacrificing ourselves for the sake of others is the highest form of love. Jesus Christ even taught, no greater love has anyone than this, than he or she would lay down their lives for their brothers and sisters. Wow. So Jesus even said, this is the greatest kind of love. And then he went on to perform the greatest kind of love by sacrificing himself to die on the cross for our sins. So again, I hope you are encouraged today to realize that love comes from God, that God is love, that Jesus Christ dying on the cross is the greatest expression of God's love. And because God loved us, we should also love one another. And in a way, when we do love one another, we make the invisible God visible to a lost and dying world. So friends, sisters and brothers, I send you forth today in the anointing and power of the Holy Spirit to love one another as Christ has loved us. Amen.